0: This episode is powered by Safety FM. Well, welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I'm your host, Sheldon Primus. It's the podcast where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant. Talk about environmental stuff sometimes, they throw that in. I'm just here to help you get your business going and help you stay safe, help your workers stay safe. If you are the person who is working for someone and you're playing the role of the safety consultant, I'm here for you. If you have not liked or subscribed to the show, please do. And that is going to be through whatever client you're looking at me, you're listening to me right now on. uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music, all the ones. Whatever it is, go ahead and hit subscribe. That'd be awesome. be a way to show you support. Uh, share it with a friend. That'd be awesome. I like that quite a bit. So, this week I do want to talk about OSHA, but I'm going to talk about OSHA in a different way. And Just because this is a class week for me, meaning that I have uh, actual students that I'm teaching with the Certified Occupational Safety Specialist Program. It's an online program that I'm teaching with, Alliance Safety Council. Not just online, but I started in person and now we're online because we, you know, had to transition. (laughs) There was a big event that happened right around 2019 going into 2020. You may have heard of it. (laughs) So during that time period, we switched over. And uh, it's not switched. We added. How's that? I like that better. We added. And so we added to uh, the program. But that's what I'm doing this week. So day one, we always talk about OSHA. So I kind of remembered that. It's been a while since I uh, talked to you guys about OSHA. Uh, So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make this kind of like my um my traditional um i believe i usually do it once a quarter (laughs) i haven't done it in a while uh i did some record keeping stuff but usually it's like one a quarter and so i am going to tell you guys a little bit about what's happening right now with them oh man they are in some flux i gotta be honest with you and i am hearing things with compliance officers coming in that are really new uh so the compliance officers that are coming in that are really new um they might need some more training too so i'm gonna not be the trainer <laughs> i'm not that role but i'm open to it if a department of labor wants to hire me but i honestly feel like um OSHA was put into a position that they had to do what they're doing now and that is to it's it's the labor market okay let me first start out with it's the labor market yes there's other things that happened during um, uh, the tenure of the former president in the United States where OSHA was basically just put in a box and did not expand to anything and honestly uh, they were it was a crushing thing for people who were actually in the industry Um, and just you know, we'll do what we wanted. The idea was for the compliance officers and I'm not saying all compliance officers, the ones that I know is talking to me uh, was uh, we really don't understand some of the things that we're doing uh, especially when it was that COVID-19 time so it was more of watch and wait for management to lead but there wasn't a director of OSHA, the assistant uh, secretary of labor, the Department of Labor in the U.S., that person, the, that position will be the head of OSHA. That position is appointed uh, by the HELP committee in Senate, but it's still that person's position. During four years, um, they just basically had no OSHA. And so, Because that position was always put in It was held by someone who wasn't, uh, they were acting. (laughs) So I say all this to say, OSHA now, in two years of the new administration, they're trying to get their foundation back. So they're hiring like crazy. If you're in the U.S. or you are maybe trying to consider moving to the U.S., that's why you're listening to the show to kind of get an idea of what the OSHA standard is. I would just say, look at the Department of Labor site for OSHA, OSHA OSHA.gov. And uh, there's a a good section in there that tells you uh, that they're hiring. So when you click on that and select that, uh, you'll be able to, they're going to take you over to actually another page, usjobs.gov, I believe it is. So you can also go there and look up Department of Labor. But they are aggressively hiring. So let's put in our hats of management, right? Whenever we hire people, especially new, there's risk, right? (laughs) We're safety people, so we know that there is risk. So as you expand, especially rapidly expand, not only is there risk that these workers are facing in a normal setting, these are actually regulators now that are coming into a situation where they now have to learn, hit the ground running, and be able to identify hazards to the degree that they are able to identify a hazard and then also uh, be able to know the rules that the compliance officers have to follow. Now that's gonna be called the Field Operation Manual. The current version is 164. So uh, what you would do is go on the OSHA.gov website when you're not listening on a vehicle or something like that if you're driving, that's our rules. Our rules are, if you're driving, you do not operate your cell phone or whatever at stop signs uh, to go to the website I'm giving you. That is a no-go, okay? So what you are going to do, a no-go. So what you are going to do, you're going to actually listen to it all the way through when you get home, then that's your time to go ahead and uh, look this up. So, when you get to OSHA.gov, you're going to put in the search Field Operation Manual or abbreviated FOM 164. So, that is the most current, and uh, the date of this recording is the date of my release, March 8th, 2023. So, at this time, when you get there and you get that document, download it, especially if you're a U.S um, based safety officer. What that document is showing you is how the compliance officers have to do their job. Uh, so I would suggest that whenever you have clients who call you and say, Hey man, OSHA's here. I need some help. You're grabbing the FOM. You're going to drive over to them or, or however you deal with that. If it's a video conferencing or whatever, um, pricing wise, whenever that happens, just to, You know, since we are safety consultants, um, generally, if it's someone you know, I would say um, as soon as they're telling you OSHA's there, that's not the time for uh, you're going to end up giving two things. One is going to be some some quick, quick, quick um, information you want to gather and you want to respond that say, all right, you still have your rights. And I know this compliance uh, thing could be stressful, but it's okay. Breathe. Encourage them to breathe first. And then the second thing you want to do is just tell them uh, that while the compliance officer is there, you need them to be a participant in the inspection you need them to take pictures. If they're taking pictures, if they're doing measurements, you need them to do their measurements. And if anything varies, meaning, um, uh, in general industry in OSHA four feet from the, uh, from the unguarded side to the actual lower level, that's your height, right? So at four feet, any guardrail safety net or some thought of, uh, personal fall arrest system. Uh, If your tape measure says three feet, 11 inches, but OSHA's magically says four feet and you don't have guardrails, then now we've got a one inch difference that could lead to a citation. So what you need to do at that point would be to say, hey, can you put this in your records? Not can you, please put this in your records that we have a different uh, in our readings. So that's what I would tell that individual first because you may not be able to get there, but at least you're gonna get information that'll help you with what would be later on uh, informal conference. So those are the things I would tell them, but the pricing now, um, I would let them know right ahead that uh, for OSHA compliance, uh, like emergency needs, you're gonna price it as such, but you really want to price it so that it's almost like a, a two stage pricing. So, first is the uh, flat rate for general consulting stuff. Whatever your rate is, for um, I would imagine the time equivalent should probably be maybe about 10 hours uh time equivalent you may not take 10 hours to to do some of the work that you're going to need to do in the background and, and going through the site and everything else And maybe less or maybe more but if you're thinking whatever your 10 hour rate is that should be your uh, your stipend that says uh if you know if you tell them what what i just told them told you just you know get them set in the moment but then let them know that hey i'm willing to help you i have the ability to help you Uh, However, I'm going to have a flat rate of this amount. And uh, that is going to cover uh, me helping you through this period. If we do an informal conference, then that's also going to cover you in that. However, there will be an additional price if I get your fines down. So that pricing for fines, getting the fines down should be A percentage of what you are getting them down getting them off so basically if it's a hundred dollar fine and now you got them down to twenty dollars that means it was a sixty dollar reduction right so it's eighty dollar reduction goodness it's too early hold on let me get my coffee (laughs) that was really bad Hold on. that was so bad that I'm gonna have to go ahead and give myself a sad turnbone. All right, let's do our math again. Please stop laughing at me. Everybody out there is like, "What? <laughs> Two, six. OK. All right, I know, I know. Leave me alone. It's early. All right, so now, my back to my analogy. So 100 bucks is the fine that you got uh, the person got you reduced it to twenty dollars so they're pulling out twenty dollars you know this is ridiculously low but i was hoping to keep the number simple so i wouldn't do, <laughs> so i wouldn't mess up like i did before so now eighty dollars was basically you know what they saved right they're not paying that eighty dollars they're only paying osha twenty dollars so the other part of your pricing is a percentage of that uh, I've got a buddy who's in consulting. His percentage is 50% of that. So basically, that $80 that was saved, he's going to do an additional bill for $40. Uh, so he's taking 50% of what was saved. Uh, so, whatever that number is to you, of whatever was saved, you know, maybe 25%, 10%, uh, some of these fines for OSHA right now. Of so 158 thousand dollars for one citation, if it's called a willful or a repeat. So imagine saving your, uh, your whoever your client is, a uh, hundred thousand out of that, and let's say they're paying a max fine, but OSHA somehow you negotiated it down to 58 thousand. So basically, the uh, the company. That hundred thousand that they would have had to pay, you got it down to fifty thousand. Imagine fifty percent of that, twenty-five percent of that. That's what we're talking about. So again, it's gonna be a flat rate, and that flat rate is gonna be basically a retainer. And you could mark it as such. And then on top of that and truly let them know ahead of time. And you could even show them an example in your proposal if you need to do a proposal or just give them an example and make sure you get the math right. Stop it, Stop it okay so let 's go back to what I was saying about the compliance officers so now you're um, I told you guys a little bit about what to what i 've been seeing, and honestly, things that i 've been seeing and hearing is that currently the compliance officers that are new are uh, very eager, but they may not know the actual rules of the 1903, which is the inspection rules in the U.S. That's the part number, uh, 1903. So those 1903 rules are really heavy on employer rights. Uh, they give responsibilities for the compliance officer, but they do really set out employers' rights. So I'm hearing stories of um, compliance officers who are going beyond 1903. I don't think it's malicious. I honestly just think it's a function of hiring. So like I started this conversation, if you go aggressively hiring, you're going to have a whole bunch of new people. You get a whole bunch of new people, you're going to need to train them right. Uh, They're also going to be exposed to new risks, but then they're also going to be those people that you're going to really need to make sure that you watch them for a little while. Unfortunately, OSHA can't do that. They're going to have to hit the ground running. So these new workers, uh, they're going to have the normal transition period where there's training, but they're going to be left on their own to really work on lower hazard uh, investigations. But they're still hazardous, and they still need to know nuances. So that means they may make a mistake unknowingly, and you now are going to be the consultant to help a client. So Yes, there's opportunities here. So that's why I'm doing this whole thing because I want you to start thinking of doing mock OSHA audits, okay? And then not only just mock OSHA audits and whatever that is for your uh, organization, um, if you are physically working for a place, you could do your own mock audit. If you want to call it an OSHA audit or call it your own department audit, uh, that's up to you. But for us who are consultants full-time, yeah, Makosha audits has that ring to it, and people really know of it. Uh, you in different countries, whatever your agency is, you yeah, know, throw that in there. Unless uh, I wouldn't put their logo on your um, advertising in any way. But what you want to do is say that you offer services that is going to find these things that are hazardous or could be cited prior to the regulatory agency getting there. So that's the the intent here with that. So. I started out talking to you guys about compliance officers. I started telling you a little bit about what's happening with OSHA. So honestly I think that we are covered enough for what I wanted to go over today. And thank you guys for just listening to me. Um, If you have not yet I would just go ahead and encourage you to go to safetyconsultant.tv And what that is is a product that I created where I've got over 64 hours of videos related to safety and health uh, starting your compliance your safety compliance safety consulting business and then also uh, some other things related to uh, just fundamentals for safety so this is a place where you could go and you could keep your chops up Uh, and then i also have documents there that you could download so it's not only just a site you can see on your roku and apple tv and and all your devices uh, but you go online and you could download templates that you could use for your business uh, and your oh, stuff that i've mentioned how's that not just templates uh, oh, guides and everything and it even is the home of the safety consultant 101 so if you have not heard of that one to safety Consultant 101 is uh, where I help people just get started right from scratch with safety consulting. So that's also on safetyconsultant.tv. So that's where you go, or on your app store, look up Safety Consultant TV on your app, and uh, that's going to lead you to Safety Consultant TV. Put in code SC101 for 30 days free. SC101. So with that, thanks everyone for listening. You guys have a wonderful rest of your week. Go get them.